All right. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. This is Cherry Picking with Alexia Ben, episode one, an introduction. Uh, Before I get into anything else, I'd like to acknowledge that I'm recording on the traditional territories of the Lekwungen-speaking people, of which the Esquimalt, Songhees, and Saanich nations maintain a relationship to the land to this day. Um, And yes, welcome here. Uh, My name is Alexia Ben, and I am putting forward this podcast into the endless abyss of the internet. Uh, which is quite the jump outside of my comfort zone. If you are one of my followers on Instagram, um, you have probably seen me posting my little rants or conversations on my stories. And throughout the pandemic, I've been wanting to put forward a little bit more information Um If you don't know me personally, I am a fifth-year political science student at the University of Victoria. I will be going into my final year of classes in September, and I'm interested in politics, in the power of people, in community, and big pieces of politics such as decolonialism, um movements of unity and communal power because I think right now that's a really important theme that is coming about in this world. Um, I'm not sure where my listeners are coming from or how much they pay attention to this sort of thing, but throughout the pandemic, I think there's been a little bit of a a veil that's been lifted. Personally speaking, um, going into this pandemic, I was 20 years old. I was living at home and the main focus of my life was just kind of self-centered, moving through my own stuff. Um, And then COVID hit and then my own perception of my world kind of crumbled and so did my perception of the larger world around me. So if you're someone who feels that or kind of resonates with that and you are interested in kind of the social political movements that we're seeing happening, whether it's in Canada here or across the globe, this might be something that you're interested in listening to. Um, My educational background, I'm majoring in political science with a minor in public administration. I'm not an expert, but I'm very interested in essentially power dynamics and how power in a state or a country flows and works and who does it serve and how does it serve them and how is it established, how does it continue, all that kind of fun stuff. Um... And the cool thing about my minor in public administration is I've gotten a little bit more literacy in the past couple years of how broader concepts like power are able to effectively be mobilized or ineffectively be mobilized through the public sector or through nonprofit organizations and stuff like that. 
So in this podcast, what I will be doing is I will be either personally or with an interviewee, uh, be kind of examining big topics. Um, I'm really lucky that through my education and through my family even, I have some really neat community members who have dedicated their lives to impressive topics and giving back to their community. And so part of this podcast is being able to share that knowledge. Uh, When I talk alone, I might be delving deeper into a topic or a conversation to hopefully put forth this information to explore. And I hope to always approach these topics with a somewhat unbiased perspective, right? Uh, I'm one person and I'm one very opinionated person, but part of that also means that I'm going to be looking at all sides and all perspectives. Uh, Whether or not I I personally take a political stance or opinion on something, it doesn't mean that I'm going to block out the opinions of people who disagree. I just personally may be somewhat cocky in the belief that uh, although I'm aware of other perspectives, I I feel as though the one I agree with is right. I think that's a common fault of humans um, because we can believe we're right and not be, obviously. Exploring those who disagree with you is really important because it strengthens your own argument and it also points out possible flaws in yours and how to combat other opinions and other perspectives from a more grounded point. What we see a lot nowadays is just these kind of echo chambers of people who agree with one another and while that's great, it's great to have people who you agree with, it's hard to progress or push forward your opinion and develop it if it's never being challenged, you know? I would like to share research here. I would like to share my thoughts here. I'd like to share those of others as well. And I want to give space. Um, I want to give space for empathy, for understanding, for knowledge, for hope. And I also want to give space for anger and frustration, uh, questioning things, because as I mentioned before, through the pandemic, we've all, I think, as a collective in my generation, um, have been exposed to things that maybe we previously haven't been. (laughs) And the one thing that scares me more than anything, personally, is for all of that, um, all of that attention to just go away overnight. I am sure that the world is going to (laughs) change as this pandemic ends very quickly and we're going to be focusing on new things. We're going to be getting back to our quote-unquote normal lives and I just, I feel like (laughs) five months down the road this is going to feel like some weird dream. So anyways, I wanted to put this out before that happens and we can take this and run with it. We can give space to talk about important things. 
uh, going into our new lives. So anyways, that's, that's that. I think a big part of this is going to be self-awareness and being cognitive of ourselves. Um, I'm a descendant of white settlers here in Canada. I have a complicated relationship with my own perspective and my own family history, but I've, I've come to terms with what that role is, and I think that is something that everyone needs to do. One big thing that I'm going to be talking about here is Indigenous governance and my relationship and in a broader sense, all of our relationships to the Indigenous population that lives within the borders of Canada. Um, because that is something that I, I don't think we pay enough attention to, and we being the white or people of color who are not Indigenous uh, people within the borders of Canada. I remember being in elementary school or high school and going to assemblies led by indigenous groups to learn. Uh, I remember having territory acknowledgments read at the beginning of certain classes, but never in that time was my identity as a Canadian brought into question or acknowledged. And I think I also developed some defensiveness growing up towards my own identity as a white person in Canada when you learn about colonialism um, and all that stuff. And within the past few years, I have hopefully somewhat shed most of that. And it really, it's not a scary experience. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but I, I know people who really struggle with it or have struggled with it. And I think that's, a, that's an important theme that's going to be brought up in this. So as a white person, I think it, it's important for me to publicly acknowledge that and speak about it because maybe it'll make it easier for others too. We're also going to be talking about environmentalist topics. We're going to be talking about politics on the local, provincial, federal, even international level. We're going to be, let's see... We're also going to be talking about some conspiracies, <laughs> um, conspiracy theories. And there's one quote by Edward Snowden. And if you don't know who that is, he is a informant from the FBI, CIA. I don't know. I'm going to have to read up on a lot of stuff to do this, I realize now. Oof. Um, anyways, you should know who Edward, Edward Snowden is. Um, he brought forth all this information about data collection and data selling with the U.S. government that was happening and somewhat related to uh, CSIS and everything. But anyways, he, he had this quote where he was saying the biggest conspiracies in our society are the ones that are, I think, accepted as truths. And that's what I would like to get into. I think if we have seen one thing throughout this pandemic, it is how incredibly people can come together and how awfully people can be driven apart and how sometimes that is all just like a figment of our imagination. Like there's nothing actually there except for influences of power and money and stuff like that. And I think as appealing and as 
attractive far-fetched conspiracy theories can be, there's actually much more nefarious and dangerous things happening right in front of our eyes that are very, very, very true, that are very, very, very public, and that don't get given the right amount of attention. And I'm not sure if that's because (laughs) no one wants to talk about it, or no one is willing to talk about it, or no one is really aware enough who wants to talk about it. So that's what I'm kind of here for. And I'm going to be trying to put that out the best I can. I promise future episodes will be better than this. This is just me rambling about myself and why I'm doing this. And this is, it's hard. Anyways, so yes, conspiracy theories right in front of our eyes. And they're not theories. They're just what's happening. They're what's up. And I'd like to get into that because if Joe Rogan and Alex Jones and even Ben Shapiro sometimes, if all of those guys can have these huge platforms where they talk about genuinely a little bit of nonsense, I think I think I can do better. And I hope you think I can too. So if I've mentioned anything that's interesting to you, I invite you to please follow along and listen to a couple episodes and see what you think. This is a safe place. I would like to welcome all people. While I may have some views on things that may seem radical to some, that is not the intention. I'm not here to radicalize anyone. Um, I'm here to share information that exists. And also perhaps even challenge the idea of a radical left viewpoint because there's just so much, there's just so much nonsense that's spread. Um, And as someone who's kind of studied this stuff for the past few years of their life, it, it gets frustrating. And I also recognize that nowhere near everyone has the privilege to access the educational resources that I do and so yeah part of that is me getting to a point and thinking that if if I've had the opportunity to spend all this money learning from experts you know maybe it's my job to put a little bit more of that out there make it more accessible for people who might be interested and just don't even know where to start learning about politics and stuff like that so that's me Before we wrap this up, I would like to just introduce three kind of ideas that I think are really important in this whole podcasting thing. And these ideas were shared to me by Tyrone McNeil. He's a tribal chief of the Stolo Nation, and he was a guest speaker in one of my classes last semester. And in his discussion that he led... He brought up the idea of, um, it's from traditional forms of governance in Indigenous nations, and this whole, the process of conversation. We're here to hear what others say to us. We're here to understand what others say to us. And then the third and most important thing is the action that follows those two first steps of hearing and understanding. You know, all of that has to be followed by an action 
to make any change. And so I have heard a lot (laughs) from a lot of people in my education, and I've understood a lot of that, I think, and I hope. But I haven't done a lot of actions following that up. I've tried to do more, um, and I think this is the... This is the next one for me. This is my action. And so I'm hoping that y'all enjoy hearing what I have to say and that you hopefully come to grasp an understanding of what I'm here to say and that maybe if I've inspired you at all or I will end up inspiring you at all that you can follow up that with some sort of action in your community because... I mean, at the beginning of this, I'm. this is just me. I'm just talking to a microphone in my bedroom. So what comes after that, whoever listens, wherever this ends up going, it's a chain. I'm just putting this out for my community, and I hope some people are here to join in and enjoy it. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about was the name. Um, I kind of tried to go with the clever name. I'm not sure how clever it really is, but the it's like the saying cherry picking when you have an argument and kind of present misleading evidence. You cherry pick the evidence. Uh, I thought it was a little bit of a meta name, you know, like I'm doing a podcast talking about these things, cherry picking the evidence myself because episodes can only be so long. And there's no way I could possibly present all the evidence out there possible. Uh, But also that I'm like against cherry picking, that it's a bad thing, or just cherry picking. Like, it's so cute. (laughs) Such a cute name. So take with it what you will. That's my name. I think it's kind of funny. You don't have to like it. But that's what, that's kind of where I was coming from with it. So... I think that's kind of it, honestly. I could probably leave it at there. I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to do this. I'm a little nervous. This is my first time doing a podcast or doing anything like this. I feel very raw and exposed. <laughs> and I'm I'm hoping that I get better at this because if not, this will be a very long painful experience for every single person listening and I hope I don't do that to you I don't want to put you through that let's see what comes next (laughs) until then I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day or a fantastic rest of your night and I'll see you next time okay that that's it bye-bye